Hello and welcome to Adaptations Right. I'm Tessa. And I'm Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, that's you. <gasps> Stop it. Each episode, we take a look at a book and the movie that it spawned. This week, we are continuing on with The Christmas Train. The riveting tale of uh, It's not riveting at all. It's terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. And the fact that we we're doing two episodes covering this is really, it's a hate crime. It's not a hate crime. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping you would say that. Well, I hated it. Yes. So we It's are an coming. office reference. Please don't at me in this time. <laughs> so, Tessa... When we left off, we were we learned about Tom. Yes. Who um, is a deviant sexually, of course. Yes. Uh, he was forced off of an airplane because he assaulted a TSA agent. Because he got ball tapped. That's your line of thought that I like to hear the TSA agent's story. <laughs> he was forced off of an airplane, forced onto a train. He's traveling from, he had just traveled from New York? It was a it was a really long flight. I from think it was, well, no, it no, was, we're no. I'm talking about the train. Oh, from no, it was Washington. Washington, Washington D.C. He's from from Washington to Chicago. Yes. Uh, we learned that there are a handful of people on the train, including his long lost love Ellie, her boss Max, who is a big director. Yep. Cristobal, his assistant, and what are the two couple? What's the couple's name that's getting married? Steve and Julie. Steve and Julie, who are getting married on the next train that they're all going to get on. Yes. As well as Father McKenzie. Kelly. Kelly. Who knows? I'm a little. I'm a little intoxicated because this is really hard to get through personally. Uh, and that's about it. Those characters are all going to be on the next train yes. from Chicago to L.A. Yes. So picking up, what chapter are we on now? 18. Out of 34? 33. 33. You kept 33. saying there was 32 or 34. You were like, there's 32 or 34, there's 33. I divided it and then I counted to it. Yes. Another office reference. <laughs> I'm full of them. You are. So we have just gotten to Chicago. Yes. And we're going to be ready to have a great twist to this book. Perfect twist. All right. So let's go. There's a description of Chicago for like 40 pages or roughly. You really didn't cut out fucking anything in this description. You could have just been like, there's no need to like mention that. It doesn't add anything to the. I wanted to be sure that you knew that there was a description of Chicago. Jeez. I'm so, that's why we have two episodes. Yeah. Very descriptive. And so is this writer. Everybody got shit stolen. Tom explains he is banned from flying and he explains why. Cause to Ellie. To Ellie. Because he hadn't explained it to her. But again, in the movie, he's not banned from flying. It's not a thing. No, it's not. So you don't. So, so that doesn't happen. You meet Regina's robust mom, Roxanne, who gives them free shit because all of their shit got stolen. Um, Regina's mom talks for eight pages, recapping the first half of the book. It does. Tom finds out it was a real, a real mistake. They were on the same train, so it wasn't like a... Yeah, yeah, the book and the movie focuses on this too much. Yeah. Where Tom is convinced that it is not a mistake that they're on the train. Yeah. Where you're just like, okay. It's, it's fate. No it's fate. Right. Right. And then out of nowhere, Tom and Eleanor get asked to be best man and maid of honor. But no, it's not really out of nowhere. Steve and Julie's wedding. Steve and Julie's bride's maid of honor and groomsmen can no longer make it. Yeah. They're supposed to be all. They're supposed to meet them in Chicago, and they cannot because of the weather. No, the 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 groomsman broke his ankle. Whatever. 
the groomsman grew a second arm where he only had one before because he whatever doesn't matter oh and this is also the chapter where we find out herrick higgins had not retired he got fired yes uh dinner includes herrick motherfucking higgins again and then he talks about the weather for 47 oh my god pages. higgins and the goddamn weather it turns into the weather channel and you've got a were they back on the train already they'd get they were getting on the train yeah. okay i was gonna have you i was gonna say you've not mentioned the biggest revelation because it didn't happen okay. in chicago okay oh and the thief is back for anyone who wanted to know the thief came back Thief's still thiefing thief is still thiefing eleanor is frustrated trying to write and then roxanne tells her about the 21 years on the chief max and father kelly plan steve's bachelor party I don't remember Father Kelly being involved. He is a man of the cloth. Yeah, but he's so... a real bad man of the cloth the whole time. Yeah, he's like, oh yeah, I had definitely had two wives. Right. And he drinks. I don't think there's anything wrong with drinking. I think I thought there was. Roxanne takes Eleanor to the boys' choir, who she is in charge of. She also takes care of a schizophrenic man instead of getting them the help they need. An elderly lady who clearly needs an aid. And they find a naked man. In the movie, it's just about the choir. Like, she's kind of, like, in charge of this, like, boys' choir. Yes. Tom and Ellie try to make headway with their relationship when, dun, 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 Lilia shows up. Not even kind of making headway. They're getting ready to kiss. Yes. And then he goes, I have the worst timing ever. Yes. Think about the, and it, for, like, a page and a half, he's like, think about the worst time you've had in your life. Think about it. Just think about it. And I just pictured him like holding her and she's like, I can't breathe. And he's like, hold on. I Just think about the worst timing. Just think about it. But what is it? Yeah. But what is it? Yeah. And Lilia shows up. National Weather Service says that there's going to be a blizzard right over where the chief is going to be. <laughs> and in the movie, Higgins, who again is retired, is telling the rest of the staff of the train what to do yeah and they're like okay we'll do that higgins we got you higgins yeah instead but in the book he's like talking to like the conductor who's nameless yes or like the chief engineer and who's nameless and they're like oh yeah 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 like we would trust him because he's done this for so long right. but in the movie they're just like yep you're right higgins right right dude who's fired who's on the train for fun don't you have a family it's christmas my dude Higgins is like, when I was a lad, we had our own bathrooms. Like, what the fuck? We find out Lelia is a brat after she receives a cold welcome, which she really wasn't being a brat. She was just, Tom was being a dick. Tom was being a piece of shit. Tom was being a dick. Book Tom is a dick. He is. Movie Tom's also a dick, but Lelia is also a dick in the I movie. I don't find Tom to be a good protagonist as I don't. I don't I, Tom is a piece of shit in my yeah, mind. Yeah, I think so too. In every inch, like yeah. in every corner, every turn. It was it was very much like everything was for Tom. Yeah. Like about Tom, all that. Classic narcissist. Classic Tom, am I right? Oh, but I have a classic situation here that I'm sure you'll be excited. There's a classic. He's well, breaking... I already know because I, I did read the book. But well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you'll be excited. But I this. wrote it in here. Anyway, classic. He's breaking up. She thinks he's proposing. Situation happens. Yes. She's proposing to him. She yes. proposes to him. He thinks that they're getting ready to break up, which again is exactly what happens in the movie. Yes, and she like she like suddenly wants eight kids and all this stuff, and he's like, "You'll be sixty by the time we have eight kids," and yeah. she doesn't get upset over him being like, 
You're gonna well, then she's like, well, we'll adopt after the first three. Tom gets very drunk, and the storm gets stronger. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite chapter. <laughs> yeah. Eleanor gets religion. Roxanne and Herrick have a summit about the storm. The bachelor- Roxanne and who? Herrick. Who's Herrick? Herrick Higgins. Oh, I didn't know his name was. <laughs> I read the book. I didn't. I they just called him Higgins. I didn't yeah. know his first name was Herrick. Uh, the bachelor. What a terrible first name. I think it was like Henry Higgins from. Uh, I thought it was Henry Lady. Higgins. No. I would have thought it was Henry. Herrick Higgins. The bachelor party turns into an everyone party as everyone shows up. They have a rehearsal as well. Lelia and Max know each other, of course. Well, and we haven't mentioned this yet. Lelia is a voice actress. Yes. A very well-known, very top-end voice actress. Yes. She gets paid She's huge. She does like three. She's like the voice of Bart Simpson and the voice of like Family Guy. Yeah. And the voice of like Bob's Burgers. Yeah. She she's did. like the voice of three giant shows. Mm-hmm. But she was like a washed up actress. Yes. And she knows Max because she had auditioned for his movie casting couch wise and yes. did not get it yes i assume casting because couch. they went on a date yes and then he never called her again and by date he meant he put it in her yes she took it and wanted a job but she didn't get the. she job. didn't get the job because oh. puss stank stop it stank puss <laughs> eleanor and lelia fight over tom which I, at that point i'd be like which it's so weird somebody because take it. they're like low-key engaged possibly engaged yeah and they don't. And Lelia does not realize that Ellie is is like, Ellie, because then Lelia tries that whole like, oh, he's never said your name. Like, yes, he has. Shut up. Anyway, I, but he probably hasn't though. Really, I mean, I guess I the, because the way it's described in the book is that they only see each other a couple times a year, and it's very much yeah, like they're a, very long distance. Yeah, a lot of phone sex. Yes. Tom tells Max he's not marrying Lelia. He doesn't tell Lelia this. He tells Max. Yeah, because Lelia's like, I'll give you two days to decide the distance it would take us to get to L.A. And he is like, okay, well, I'll see you in two days then. Right. The answer. Right. Cool. And then she goes to the bachelor party, which it didn't, you know, work or whatever. Next chapter, Julie ambushes Eleanor to try on her wedding dress. For Julie to try on her wedding dress. And so she tries, and as she's in the bathroom, Eleanor is holding it up, and Tom sees her, and he's like, Oh my God, you're so beautiful in that dress. Oh my God. And then they he's fight. So, yeah. It's so weird because they're so anti each other. Right. Well, she is so anti him the whole first 75% of this book. Yes. Where you're just like, and there's nothing that like turns her back onto him, really. Not really. Where you're just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. Because we'll get into that, too, in later chapters. Yes. Next chapter. Everyone eats early so they can be ready for the wedding. <laughs> that is so a thing. It's so, it's stupid, so stupid that they mention that. They're like, gotta eat early for this wedding. Gotta eat early for the wedding. Right. Gotta eat early so I can be ready for the wedding. Right. You're like, what? Who do you, whose wedding is it? Na- say one of their names <laughs> right now. But in the movie, they get married at the station. Yeah, the tra- not and not on the train. Yeah, they get married at the because station. in the book they're getting married as they enter into the state. Yeah, correct? something like that. Something like that. I can't remember because it's legal for first cousins to get married in that state. <laughs> <laughs> Wedding goes on without a hitch. 
Uh, there's an awkward talk. In the next chapter, there's an awkward talk of weddings, uh, wedding nights where Tom, Tom talks about them having their, like, going off to have their wedding night. It was weird. In the movie, yeah, Tom, they have their ring stolen in the movie. Yeah. Um, and so Tom gives them, in the movie, these rings he bought from, like, a, a street vendor in when they were Kenya, in Tel Aviv. Or Tel Aviv, yeah. And in the movie, that's the movie. Yeah. In the book, they're Tom's. It's Tom's mom's wedding ring. Yes, and he, he doesn't give it. Away. And he does not give it away, but he confuses the two with their rings and yeah. his rings that he has been constantly carrying in his pocket forever. Forever, which is such a weird concept. I can barely keep my phone in my pocket. Right. Yeah. That was so weird because in the book it also references that Tom is like stumbling with the rings because he thinks he's giving him the the wrong ring. Yes, yes. But in the movie, he like gives them rings. Yeah, and, and they're so not even like nice. they're like they look like copper cheap. Oh, they're definitely gonna make rings. your finger green. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you are gonna get an infection. You're gonna get hepatitis. <laughs> so yeah, awkward talk of wedding nights. Tom tries to propose to Eleanor, out of the blue, if I might say, may say. Yes, it's really weird. Yeah. He just was going to walk up. They had been fighting this whole time, and then he's like, I'm going to propose. Yeah, he, he's he's so in love with her still. He is. Yes. It's weird. And then, avalanche. <laughs> yes. So, in the movie, there's an avalanche in front of the train, and they just stop. Yeah. And they're not able to put it in reverse for whatever magical reason. In the book, though, they go through a tunnel... And then the avalanche happens almost right after the tunnel. Yes. And they can't put it in reverse because there's an avalanche on the other side of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what kind of happens to them. So there's this tunnel situation in the book. Yes. But in the movie, there is no tunnel situation. Right. Yeah, they, weird they don't even mention the tunnel. Because there's a big story of the with the tunnel and people leaving the train that does not happen At, in the movie. Because It's just budget. completely <laughs> cut. Well, time constraints, too. Yeah. This entire chapter was them trying to figure out how not to die. Yeah, it's really kind of weird. Again, a lot of train talk. And a lot of And train this talk. was almost kind of interesting where Higgins is like, oh, there's no sense in cutting the power to some of the train cars mm -hmm. because like they all lose power evenly because of how the train engines operate, which is kind of funny because in the movie, they're like, we got to all move into one car to keep like the engine on in this one room. Let's all be together. The book is much more like much more realistic like this is how it happens. Like this is what mm -hmm. really happens, which again as interesting as this book can be, that was like interesting to me where I'm like, "Oh, it doesn't really matter because like the way the engines like kill like they die down, it doesn't really matter if you have power to one room or all of them because mm -hmm. that's how like the, the electricity works." Right. Anyway, kind of like how, kind of like Christmas lights. How if one, the old Christmas lights, how if one light broke, the they all broke. They all broke. Yes. Yeah, that's a very actually. That's exactly it. You. That's exactly it. You're right. You always sound so surprised when I make like good <laughs> things. Like it's just surprising to me because I know your personality. No one can sleep. Obviously, Higgins talks about a resort, and Tom decides to go and pisses Ellie off. Legal shit. Where they talk about him having to sign a waiver. For like three pages, pages of, of like, I got outside our legal way, but I'll do it. I will do it. Yes. 
Ellie left Tom because he was kidnapped three times and imprisoned three times and almost killed three times. Yeah, that's why she decided to leave. That's why she decided to leave because she was so scared and she wanted a husband that came home at the end of the day. Brood runs low. Father Kelly does this does a service in the a prayer service. They kill a tree to make a Christmas tree. Whoa, Tom they decides- kill a tree? You okay, you kill a tree all the time. It, they cut a tree down for a Christmas tree. Calm down. And kill a tree. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I love how you put What a piece of shit you are. <laughs> they kill a tree. Calm down. The tree does not have feelings. <clears throat> Tom decides not to go to the resort because of what Ellie said. And then Tom goes and breaks up with Lelia, who takes it okay-ish, kind of. She cries. And then Lelia immediately goes and kisses Cristobal, who is apparently very, way much, ooh, who is apparently much younger than she is. But he in the movie, excuse me. Doesn't (laughs) exist. In the book, he's, like, infatuated with her because oh, yeah. of, like, the voiceover work she does. Almost as much as Tom loves Eleanor. Almost. Almost. Roxanne forces religion. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, it is so funny <laughs> how they just are, like, shove Jesus down these poor kids' Dude, throats. This is the boys' choir. The one kid's like, you know, Jesus isn't real, right? <laughs> <laughs> it is. <clears throat> There's a whole chapter almost about it. Yes. Where, like, the boy's like, I know the Tooth Fairy ain't real, and I know the Easter Bunny ain't real, so, like, Jesus ain't real. You're like, shit, I can't And Roxanne's argue with that like, let me tell you, little boy, what this is about. It is terrible. She's like, Eleanor, get my beaten stick. <laughs> it is so weird. It's so out of. You're just like, it, again, it, it's not in the movie. No. And it could have been completely left out of the book. It was just so, like, you're like, ugh. What are you doing? Because despite Hallmark having very high moral values or whatever. Well, anti-gay morals. And also there can only be a certain number of kisses in the movie. There can be no reference to people staying the night before marriage. Like all that jazz. So avalanche number two. Uh, They have to evacuate and go. They go and live in the tunnel. The engineer tries to go down with the ship. Yeah, the engineer's like, I will die here. <laughs> You're like, dude, it's not that bad. You're just like, no, get off the I must ship. die here with my ship. This is not the Titanic. Get off the drain. <laughs> it, that was really weird. Yeah. Eleanor and Tom decide to go. Yeah, so after all that bitching about like I'm gonna i <laughs> I'm gonna ski myself down to the resort, they're like, okay, now we're gonna go. Yeah, and she pretty much steals somebody else's skis. In the movie there's no, like, I'm going to go to the ski resort. Yeah. The first time. And then, okay, I'm not going to go. Yeah. They just decide that he just decides that he's going to go and she's going to tag along. Yes. Also, they do not put in the movie, they do not put people in the tunnel. No. As a non existent storyline. At all. Also, Father Kelly is not a father in the movie. So there's no religion added to no. that at all either. But there is a plug for Hallmark ornaments as they decorate oh the tree. Oh, my God. Yes, there is. <laughs> I mean, it's basically a, a plug. Like it, oh, it's they not show basically. Book, it is a plug. The lady pulls the ornament in the box from her purse, and they hang yeah. it on the tree. They're like, look at these. Like, fuck. Ellie and Tom decide to leave. They ski through the blizzard. Uh, they come to a spot and make camp. 
Tom proposes to Ellie, and then Ellie, for some reason, starts to get weak after their tent blows away. And well, she accepts. She does accept. Yes, she does accept. I feel like for your giant fucking synopsis, you leave out the giant okay. big details. Like, oh. He does propose and she does accept. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> You're the worst at this. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to have to have a talk after this about how you do the next book, my dear. <laughs> We're just like Tom proposes. Ellie gets really weak. Well, what did she say? God damn. She said yes. The tent blows away. And then she's just. The tent blowing away is also really weird. You're like, you're in the tent. Right. The tent has a bottom to it. How does you fall out of the tent and it blows away? It makes no sense. Was it like an old like A-frame tent that With didn't no have a bottom? bottom? <laughs> stupid who they stole from avid campers <laughs> people are like i need to bring my tent with me for when i go to la right. and then as they're walking through ellie just starts getting weak they didn't explain well, this very well in the, mo- in the book well in the book the snow is coming down very hard it's very yes. windy you can't see like 10 feet in front of you right so, like, they have no idea if they're going the right way to this resort. They have no idea. Right. right. They're based, they've walked, it's a suicide mission. Yes. So, finally, they, Ellie, lay, he lays Ellie down in the snow and gets on top of her to conserve body heat. Yeah, well, they're, like, basically, like, we're going to die. Yeah, they've, they've accepted their fate. And then... Two hours into it, Father Kelly wants to hold a service. So the back to the cave. Father Kelly's holding a service. Yes, back to the cave. Very quickly. Father Kelly's like, I'm going to hold a service for them. They wake up and they are at the front door of the dingo, the resort. The ra- ranch. Yeah, the ranch. Yeah. yeah. They yeah. Can't, but they couldn't see in front of them. They which couldn't. I get. Yeah. Okay, I get. But you're just like, oh, yeah. He's like, oh, wow, I'm an idiot. We're actually here. Yeah. And so, as Father Kelly's like, "Oh my God, we have to have this. We have to have this service memorial service memorial for service. these two because they're dead." Yeah, and everybody's like, "No, no, not yet." Then they magically appear. Okay, none of this happens in the no. movie. He, Tom, and Ellie go, leave to mm-hmm. go to the resort to try to find the resort. It is barely snowing in the movie. <laughs> I barely, mean, <laughs> and it's like two scenes of them like walking. And then then them hanging up by a tree. Yeah. And they're like leaning on the tree and talking. And he's like, I really want to put my hands down your pants. That's not And she's like, my pants are unzipped. Please shove them down there. Put two knuckles all the way in. They kiss. And then they're at the ranch. Yeah. (laughs) That's all there is to it. It is so weird and terrible. How are you going to survive this blizzard? Bitch, it's not snowing. It's not even snowing. It's the... (laughs) And, like, she doesn't have a hat on. No. Her hair's down. And done. Her tits are out. Her tits are not out. (laughs) It's unbelievable. They tried to make it look a little more treacherous by making him trip over nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, and then in the movie, they just show back up at the, the train. Yes. With, like, one sled. Yes. And then the train starts moving. <laughs> we don't know how it. <laughs> You're like, what? It uh, there is zero explanation it's as to still how. Christmas. There is zero explanation as to how the train gets moving. Yes. 
It's just like, okay, now we're moving again. And the very next scene in the movie, they're just going to L.A. Yeah. And it's still Christmas. It makes no sense. Yes. They never reference it. Nope. They never explain it. It makes no sense how one sled with him and, like, one dude show back up and they fix the problem. Yes. It is so weird. Yeah. You're like, what? You have no idea what happened. And they don't reference it. No. That's the other part where you're like, huh? Isn't this a happy ending? <laughs> like, But yeah, they in the book, they have a, they have the, they get in, back in touch with the team, with the Amtrak. They come and they explode the, the snow to have it fall yeah. easily down the mountain and allows them to, and they can bring fuel and another engine, all this, all that jazz. So they explain it. Yeah, in the movie, none of that. Yeah. It's just like they're back on. They're, they never left the train. Yeah. The train's just moving again. Yeah. And because then they, they show it back up. Right. and the, Right. Because love. And they go down to New Mexico. And they go to shop. New Mexico. Yeah, oh, they're yeah, in yeah. New, New Mexico. You're right. You're right. Everyone is happy for Tom and Eleanor. Because they're engaged. Yes, because they're engaged. I, I wrote this. I should have. It's fine. <laughs> so they take a few days, a few hours off on the layover to go walk around they go to like a little marketplace and shop and they meet agnes joe for lunch who tells them that she isn't retired but she's thinking about it but you don't understand what agnes joe's job even is no you don't she doesn't say they go back on the train and watch a a video of the wedding that literally just happened that everybody ate super early for to make sure they saw (laughs) Uh, Tom snoops around and ends up in Agnes Joe's compartment where he finds the duffel bag, a duffel bag full of, what was it? Was it newspaper? You. I know. That I didn't was early. That no, part. the newspaper no. was earlier. He's in Agnes Joe's compartment. Yes. She confronts she comes. She comes in and she <laughs> whips something out of her pocket that makes him gasp. <laughs> it's her penis. <laughs> no, it's not Tessa. That's unbelievable you would say that. They wake everyone up, and I mean everyone, <laughs> to arrest Father Kelly. Who's not who he says he is. Who's not who he says he is. But also, Agnes Joe is Amtrak is an Amtrak officer. So you she's... missed the biggest part. What? On Christmas Day, the thief returns all the stolen goods. I did miss that part. How could you? I don't know. Oh, my God. Yes. So oh, my God. You're so detailed, except for anything that's actually <laughs> important. You're so terrible at this. Then you do it. No. You chose this shit book. You have to do this. Well, if you're going to, then don't, then don't be an asshole about it. I'm not being an asshole. You're like, oh, yeah, I forgot this giant. <laughs> that's what you're here for. On Christmas, Tessa forgot to mention. Yeah, on Christmas. The thief returns all of the stolen goods. Yes. Turns out the thief was Father Kelly. Yes. And he's real sorry. (laughs) He's real sorry. Who Agnes Joe then arrests for. He's not a thief. Or excuse me, he is a thief. He is a (laughs) (laughs) He's not a priest. He's not a priest. His wife died and now he's super sad that she died. So he went back to his life of thievery. Yes. He had been accused <laughs> of stealing gum at a convenience store when he was 12. Yes. He had been He has a, a criminal record of petty theft. Yeah, like 20 years. From 34 years ago. Yeah, right like, before he got with his wife. Pretty sure that gets expunged from your record. But <laughs> you think it does. 
Uh, yeah, pay those court fees. That's what yes, really. Yeah, if you yeah. don't, it stays with you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so the so T- Agnes Show goes to Tom and asks what she should do about the fact that Father Kelly is had petty theft on his crime or whatever uh, as a crime or whatever, and um, they decide to get Father Hel- Kelly help instead of sending him to prison. So the next chapter starts with Father Kelly getting off the train. And there is this little wonderful nugget of hopefully he will leave the life of felony by railway behind. Uh, but it's getting just more dad jokes. It is. Uh, there is sex talk because Steve is leaving the bathroom and he looks wary. And Tom's like, oh, I know why you look oh, wary. Oh, yeah. Because Hey-o. she's fucking you in the butt because she uses a... <laughs> Um, but she pegs him. So Tom goes into the bathroom and he finds Steve's wallet, which has a Screen Actors Guild card membership in it. Card. Membership card in it. Also, Steve's twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> Higgins gets hired. Uh, gets hired back onto the train because he was so useful during the snowstorm. Was so useful. They also. You're right, Higgins. We shouldn't kill each other for food. <laughs> He also gets offered a job at the Weather Channel. <laughs> yes, Higgins, because you can stick your dick out and know what the weather's like. <laughs> weather's going to be like, and he flops it around a little bit. Oh, snowy. It's a 70% chance that it's already snowing. It's terrible. <laughs> um, There is a limo where it's revealed that it was all a fucking scam. Well, in the limo sits Max, Max Misty, Misty the- Steve, Yes. Steve, Julie, Cristobal, and Lelia. And they're all in on it. Yes. Max loves Ellie like a daughter. The daughter he never had. Well, in the movie, he only has sons and never had a daughter. Right. That's never said in the book. No. But he loves her like a daughter. Yes. He knows that she is hurting Mm -hmm. emotionally for something. He... Does some research, realizes it's Tom. He finds that Tom is going to take this train somehow. So he puts all of this together to get them together to either make Ellie decide to be with Tom or to just actually be done with Tom completely and move on with her life. Right. And he, Tom and, or Julie and Steve are just actors. Julie and G- yeah. Julie. <laughs> Julie and Steve are just actors, like you said. Um, Lelia and him are and Max are friends. Yes. So Lelia was planning on breaking up with Tom as soon as like the whole masseuse thing happened. Yeah. Which also is kind of a weird timing coincidence thing. Yeah. So he brought her in and and asked her to like propose because he was like either he's gonna say yes or say no, and then if he says yes, you can just tell him no later. Whatever. Right. So it's all a lie. Yes. In the book, Ellie does not know that this is what has happened. No. She does not realize that this is what has taken place. In the movie, though, she is smart enough to know and realizes what has happened. Right. And Max comes clean. And she's like, Max, you lied to me. Yeah. Max, you're such a jokester. Oh, Max. But not, again, this whole thing has been a sham. <laughs> in the book, I feel like Max and Ellie are very close in age. Yes. I never assume that Max is old or super old. Where yeah. in the movie, Danny Glover is much older, and definitely you see the, like, daughter. Fatherly. Yeah, yep. the father-daughter yeah. relationship yes. definitely does show up. Yes. So that's how it ends. So in the book, Tom does not tell Ellie that that's what has occurred. 
in the movie, she puts two and two together and realizes what has occurred. Yeah, they just start their life together. And they start their life together happily ever after. All right. White picket fans all that shit. I did not like the book. I didn't either. The movie I didn't care for, but I didn't think it was terrible. For a Hallmark movie, I thought it was fine. Yeah. Very, like, uh, I thought it was above average. Yeah. Typically on this show, we take one and we pick one that we... You had another fact? Oh, yeah, I do have another fact. All right, so before we kind of start rating and picking our favorites, my one fun fact. The film marks the third movie for Dermot Moroney, who plays Tom, and Danny Glover, who plays Max. Uh, It marks the third time that the two of them have appeared in uh, films together. They previously were in Angels in the Outfield, (laughs) which you constantly reference throughout the entire movie that we were watching. And Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> uh, and Angels in the Outfield, they didn't share any scenes together, though. But they were okay. in the movie. He was a baseball player, and um, Danny Glover was the owner, or the manager. Oh, okay. So there you go. That's the only fun fact I had about the movie, because it's there's nothing fun about this movie. Typically, at the end of the show, we pick one and get rid of one. Tessa, which one of these are you keeping? Which one of these are you getting rid of? I'm killing the book. Keeping the movie. I'm the same exact way. The movie is literally the book, but better. Yes. <laughs> it's done a, in a better Cut way. Cut the fat. Cut all the fat. Yes. All the stupid stuff. Yes. Train talks with Higgins. Oh, my God. The Weather God, Channel. The amount of train information that I know now is disgusting. I feel like I know so much about how trains, how passenger trains in the United States work. Either the person is a train aficionado or they He's had to not. do an insane amount of research. They had to have. And then decided to include it all. But I will say in the movie, the train information is completely false or it's counter to what the book says. Yes. So either one of them, one of them is right, one of them is wrong. Right. So. Who knows? I felt the same way. Um, acting wise, I thought Joan Cusack as Agnes was the only decent part of this. I thought Danny Glover was like kind of phoned it in. Yeah. He said, guilty as charged, like, seven times. He did. It was definitely his catchphrase. Dermot Maroney, I don't think he's a bad actor, but he was terrible in this. Yeah. His acting was so blocky and basic. Like, it was so, like, how I would be as an actor. I mean, honestly, I could write a Hallmark movie. The dialogue is terrible in this movie. It's It's not. So I'm picking the movie, but, like, the dialogue is terrible. But also, Dear a lot diary. of the dialogue, yes, <laughs> a lot of the dialogue is taken from the book. Yes, almost verbatim. Yeah, so it's a very good adaptation. It really is. In but it cuts out the shit that you're just like, ugh, that whole like everyone leaving the train to go into the tunnel. Yeah. The whole Tom trying to leave the first time and then not leaving, yeah, or actually leaving. It was unnecessary. It was. Um, Kimberly Williams Paisley, I thought she was fine as an actress. I mean, she's the Hallmark queen almost. Is like, she? I mean, besides, I mean, it's like Lori Loughlin, Cameron was. was, yeah. Cameron. Candace Burr. Candace Burr, yeah, whatever. Cameron Burr, whatever. And. The girl Gretchen from. Gretchen Wieners. Yeah, I was going to say Gretchen Wieners, the girl yeah. from Mean Girls. Gretchen Wieners. She is pretty close on the list. Yeah. Like high up there. Yeah. I think, I thought her acting was fine. Yeah, but the, it's just the the script was just so like reasonable. 
And they honestly probably did as much as they could. I mean, Hallmark puts out 70. I don't think she's 70, a bad actress. No, Hallmark puts out 70 million. You know they're not, like, focusing yeah. on any one. Like, it's, right, they right, put right, out right. a billion movies a year. Like, at this point, like. The you know. book was just so so. I have, I mean, I I already had no interest in reading any of his other works, but they sound very similar. They do. Well, yeah. this has been adaptations awry. Yes. Do you have anything else to add about this book and movie? Merry Christmas. Yeah. So we will be back next week with yes. another episode. Tessa, what are we reading and watching next week? The Mistletoe Inn. Oh boy, it may be worse than this. It may be worse. The writing is not as. The writing, it's a very simplistic book. Yes. I've really burned through it pretty quickly so far. I'm about halfway through it, I think, or really close I to I have the... not, but you've been reading. I predict that we haven't watched the movie yet. We're reading the book right now. I predict that a lot of this book is not in the movie. I do too. I'll, almost, I would dare say like 90%. I think there's going to be a, I think this is going to be our worst adaptation, adaptation. to book. Yes. We also talk about how close of an adaptation the book is to the movie. Yeah. Do you think this is a close adaptation? Yeah, you... I think it's just a trimmed down version. I think it's a very trimmed down version. It yeah. cuts a lot of the fat, like you yeah. said. So I, I give it like a an adaptation rating of like a B minus. Yeah, B minus sounds like B, maybe B. Yeah. I give it a B. So thank you for listening as always. Uh, our cover art is done by my friend Jacob. You can find more of his work on... Um, Kubart Design on Instagram. That's C-U-B-A-R-T Design on Instagram. Anything more to add, Tessa? No. All right. Well, we will catch you. Like I said, literally next week. We're not gonna. We're gonna do three in a row in Chris and during the Christmas season. Yay! All right. Bye.